Hi everybody, I'm Josh. And I'm Ethan, and this is The Young Perspective. So today, unfortunately, we're talking about the coronavirus. The cases have not stopped coming. It's not disappeared. So imminently, we got to talk about pressing issues. So currently in the United States, we have 2.4 million confirmed cases and 124,000 deaths. And worldwide, there have been 9.5 million confirmed cases and 484,000 deaths. Really sad, I mean, all these real individual people dying. It's, it's crazy. It's really sad. And it's, it's gotten better a few, maybe a month ago, some of the cases were flattening out. But now the cases are spiking like crazy. On Wednesday, the U.S. reported 36,880 new cases, and that's the highest number of new cases in one day that the U.S. has ever seen uh, throughout the period throughout of all of Corona. And Ooh. it's just gotten a lot worse, and especially in the South and the West with Texas and South Carolina and Oklahoma and Florida having huge numbers of single uh, new cases each day. And we live in Houston, Ethan and I, and Houston has quickly become a hotspot for the coronavirus. Every day we're breaking records in, in the number of cases we're getting. Yesterday, I, I heard that our hospitals reached 100% capacity. Um, new news that came out is, our, is the big children's hospital in, in our city is now accepting adults. The situation is getting so much worse. And we have to break it down. What is the reason that cases are rising? It all comes back to the social distancing and quarantine. Nobody's doing it. Nobody's staying home. Everybody's going out to restaurants, go, going out on vacation to the beaches. They're going to see their friends. And that's where the problem lies. Right. People are viewing uh, what's happening around with the wrong mindset. They have this idea that what's going on right now is it's, it's okay. So now it's summer's happened. Oh, it's over. It's been, we've been in quarantine for a few months. Let's get out. It's okay. It really isn't that bad. The numbers may be flattened a month ago, so we're fine. But because of that, because of what people are doing in the wrong mindset that they can hang out, not wear masks, it's gotten a lot worse. It's as bad as it was uh, in the South and Texas especially, um, as it was uh, earlier on at the start of coronavirus. Um, it's, it's now more dangerous to go, now, right. go out now here in Texas than it was any other time in coronavirus. It's more dangerous now than it was when people were actually social distancing. It's, it's a real shame because people their social distance, they quarantine, and they got sick of it. And they decided, I'm done. And because they decided I'm done, they decided they're sick of staying home and watching Netflix every day. Their boredom and, and their lack of ability to stay home is, is indirectly going to kill a lot of people. People are going to die from their, from their inability to stay home. And it's a real shame. It, it also comes back to self, selfishness. People just can't make, make the sacrifice to stay home for the summer. Kids mm -hmm. are out of school. And now that they have nothing to do, they're hanging out with their friends. Uh, it's the community spread is skyrocketing. Right. It's that it's this mindset that we're done with quarantine that's causing these huge spikes. And in, if in, we don't change that mindset, it's going to get even worse. So Ethan and I are going into high school and we see our friends not social distancing. We see it on a personal level, right? All our friends are hanging out with each other. Or they're going to pool parties. They're, they're just acting like it's a regular summer. And it's a real shame that 
their parents don't understand and they don't understand that it's public health that they're jeopardizing. They're not wearing masks. That's a huge thing. Wearing masks. Um, if you're wearing a mask, uh, if both people are wearing masks uh, and one of them has COVID, uh, then there's a 1.5% chance that the person who doesn't have COVID is going to get it. If you wear a mask, it's so, it's so important that you do because it can stop the spread of COVID-19 uh, by a huge amount. And also, they're not social distancing. When they're hanging out, they're not six feet apart. They're a few inches apart. Yeah, masks are so imperative because they allow us to open up the economy, right? To some extent, they allow us to start getting out, go to grocery stores, do all these things while, slack, uh, while preventing the spread of the coronavirus. And when we don't wear masks, we're continuing the spread and we're, we're being selfish because we masks help us less than they help other people. So the mask, the real point of masks is they help germs going out, making, making it less chance of the, the coronavirus spreading to other people. That's why it's important that we wear masks to help the people around us. And the mm -hmm. real reason that I think one of the biggest problems, the real reason Americans aren't wearing masks, especially people on the right, is because our president is setting a bad example. Our president has not said good things about masks. He does not wear masks in public. He does not uh, go on TV promoting masks. And that's really a shame. By doing that, and, and he causes, I say, I, I believe millions and millions of Americans to not wear masks. That causes community spread and that causes death. That causes many coronavirus deaths. The president of the U.S. is supposed to lead. He's supposed to be the role model. But when you have a role, the role, the supposed role model going about and telling people it's okay to not wear masks, he's not wearing a mask, masks are optional, it's not that important, that undermines the system and causes so many people to think it's okay to not wear a mask when actual health and uh, experts are saying, please wear a mask. It's why would you listen to some a person who, who's just a leader versus someone who's actually an expert and knows how the, how the virus works. And he's going against the CDC and other government organizations advice. It just, I don't make, it doesn't make sense to me how Trump could not promote it because, because his supporters don't want to wear them. I don't understand, but please wear a mask. It's for the safety of others, not as much for the safety of yourself. Right. I, I think a big thing is that the reason why he doesn't do that is because it has to do with he has an election in a few months and his supporters don't want to wear masks. And so they like it when he says, oh, it's not that big of a deal to wear a mask because they think I don't want to wear a mask. And so, but if he does say to wear a mask, they're going to get mad at him and it might lose him thousands you know, of supporters. Trump, thousands, hundreds of thousands. But yeah. Trump recently said he wants to, to, to decrease the testing in the U.S., why does he want to decrease the testing? For one reason, because he doesn't want as many cases to show up on the official count. Right. right? <laughs> and the reason he doesn't want as many cases to show up is because it makes him look better, right? Exactly. It makes, it makes him look better if there are less cases. But if Trump did promote the wearing of masks, there would also be less cases, right? So it's not like we're going to stop testing. Of course, we have to keep testing. But by him not promoting masks, it's also causing more cases and it's coming back to bite him in the butt. Trump, if he wants to look good in November and show that he did a good job with coronavirus, he should promote wear the, the wearing of masks and pr promote social distancing. Um, he should promote actual ways to help 
slow and uh, slow the cause of this and stop the spikes rather than make a stupid decision that's just gonna that's not gonna actually solve the problem but just gonna solve him looking good and not actually so the real data you know the real problem or the real you know the real challenge in the coronavirus is balancing the economy and then public health balancing opening up too quickly and jeopardizing too many lives so as of this moment we have 20 million people unemployed um, and I think that's about a 13% unemployment rate. But yet the economy has, has rebounded a little bit. The economy is doing a little bit better. The Dow Jones is doing a little bit better. The New York Stock Exchange Composite has, has rebounded, not to the same level, but is doing better. And we have to ask ourselves, why when there are 20 million people unemployed, are we able to see such an, an improvement in the economy? And, and I really think it's because one reason, it's because we have the top 10% of this country, the richest people in this country, the top 10%, they have a lot of money in cash. And even though the economy as a whole isn't doing so great, partly because of our president, even though it's not doing so great, they have this money in cash that they're putting into the economy and, and it's going up. And, and it's also giving a false look at the economy. It's giving a false look that the country is doing better than it actually is. Right. And this is actually benefiting Trump, right? If the economy was, was really bad, it wouldn't be good, but because people are spending money, this top 10%, it makes Trump look a little bit better. It's really interesting, uh, that look about the economy. This whole coronavirus is a fight between the balance between opening up the economy and shutting down and protecting citizens and going into quarantine to help s slow the curve, bend the curve of coronavirus. It's this balance. It's so it's wrong to say that we need to go in a strict lockdown like Wuhan. No one can go out because that really hurts the economy. People can barely put food on their table. How do we deal with millions of people being unemployed? But when we open back up and let everyone go back to their jobs and do everything like we normally did, we're going to get thousands and tens of thousands of new cases each day. And you know how you asked how, Ethan. There's one answer, and, and this is so important. Again, we bring up masks. Masks are how. Masks really decrease the spread of the transmission of the coronavirus. So if everybody's wearing a mask, it makes it a lot easier for people to go back to work. It makes it a lot less, it makes it a lot more safer for, to be, to, for the economy to be open, and it makes transition a lot less. So it's very important that if we do want to open up the economy, we, we promote the, the wearing of masks, and the president promotes the wearing of masks. And the only reason why people don't want to wear masks, only downside is it, is that it's uncomfortable. It's hot. It's annoying. It's all these little well, things it, that don't really matter. Is it, also that, makes, it also makes them look like, like a Democrat if they're wearing a mask. That's a problem. But I see that as, as, a, as a stupid statement. I see that as we shouldn't have that in the first place. We shouldn't have this idea that only Democrats think that it's okay to wear masks. I feel that Republicans should embrace the idea of masks. If they don't embrace it, they're saying that we want people to get uh, sick or die. We want people to, uh, if we don't want people to get sick or die, we want the economy to be bad. If you wear a mask, you're saying, I care about other people, I'm not selfish, and I wanna help this economy. Yeah. We have to change this mindset about wearing masks. We have to show that wearing a mask isn't 
a bad thing. It's not a democratic thing. It's something that, it's an American thing. You know, wearing masks is important to opening up the economy, but you know what's also important? Testing. We have to be able to test, 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 test. Right, Trump doesn't, Trump doesn't want testing because it makes him look bad. Because the, the numbers, the high numbers make him look bad. But masks and testing is important. So testing, what happens is they know you, you have the virus, then you have to stay home. If nobody's tested, they don't know they have the virus, community transmission spreads. You have asymptomatic people, they're going out, they're spreading the virus. They, instead, they get tested, they know, they stay home, right? They get tested, they're, you have contact tracers calling them, and then everybody who came in contact with them is also tested, and they also stay home. It is, it is very important that we implement testing on a large scale to know who has to quarantine and who can help open up the economy. But, but we, we face an issue. Testing is not so reliable. Right. Testing isn't so reliable, Josh. False negatives are a huge issue in testing. Um, if you look at the data, on the, if, you get the, if you get COVID-19 on, let's say, on day one, so you get it and then immediately take a test that day, there is a 100% false negative rate in testing. So if you get it and take, take that test that, that next day, it's going to show up that you don't have it, even though you do. So it's 100% false negative. If you wait four days, it's a 40% false negative. So you could, it could show that, you're, that you do have it, but it could also show that you don't have it, and that's false. It's a 40% false negative, which is crazy after four days. And if you wait, let's say, a week, it's probably around 20%. It keeps going down the longer you wait till when you had it. But even 20% is way too high. Exactly. If we rely on tests that have 20% false negatives, we're going to have a lot of community transmission. And that's after a week. People are getting tests after, let's say, the Black Lives Matter protests. People want to get a test after that because they went and there were a lot of people there. So they want to get a test. People are getting tests right after they did that. They're going, okay, I went to that. I should get a test a few days later. There's a 40% chance after four days. No one's, if you wait a week, there's still 20%. That's crazy. Right. So, so even though these tests aren't all that accurate, that means people are not going to be quarantining these people who got the false negatives. But what is the way that these false negatives can go out and have coronavirus but still prevent transmission? Again, we come back to masks. So this is where we're going to be ending off. We want to promote and ask and beg everybody to wear a mask because that's how we can get our economy back open. That's how we can put food on the tables of 20 million people unemployed. So it is very important that you wear masks very. for public health, the health of your family, and the health of your neighbors. Thank you. And this was The Young Perspective.